Drop Bar Texas is brought to you by Jack Rue. Support the podcast by ordering your very own Drop Bar Texas kit by Jack Rue through the team store linked in the show notes. You can also go to jackrue.com, go to team stores, and search Drop Bar Texas. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Drop Bar Texas, a podcast about cycling in Texas. It's been a bit of an unusual January, going from frigid cold to warm monsoons in the span of a few weeks. I hope all the roads have dried out in your neck of the woods. One thing I look forward to getting back to this month is bike commuting. I usually try to mix in the bike a couple of days per week. The temps in the 40s and low 60s is perfect for it. Speaking of commuting, I used to ride in my work pants on some of those cooler mornings, but they do tend to wear faster in the seat when you're doing that. So over the last year, I've been searching for the best commuter pants for me to use on the bike. I bought a pair from three different brands marketed as commuter pants, Roan, Ministry of Supply, and Spoke. All three are good and have held up pretty well. Here's a brief review of each in case you're wondering what to do in your own case. From Ministry of Supply, I ordered the Kinetic Pant. Of the three, I owned these the longest. I like how breathable they are without being super thin. They are also water repellent. In a light mist or drizzle, the water just beads up and rolls right off. The tapered leg is also good, though I did still roll the pant leg up a little bit just for peace of mind while riding. Then there were the pants from Roan. I ordered their classic commuter. Like the ministry pants, the Roan commuters are breathable and water repellent. These pants are dressier looking and thinner. In the classic fit, I felt the leg opening was a bit wide at the bottom and worried about chain rub. The thin fabric also doesn't lend itself too well to rolling and staying rolled up. I might order the slim cut to see if that's any better. Still, I like these pants, especially for meeting days. Finally, there's the bulletproof pants from Spoke. For bike commuting, these are the most durable and designed with safety in mind. There's a silicone gripper to help your shirt stay tucked. Water beads up very nicely. It has a reflective flag that folds up out of the uh, back pocket to improve visibility. My only gripe is due to the material's stiffness. They come out of the wash pretty wrinkled. But still, these are these are probably my favorite out of the three. Nonetheless, I will probably order a second pair of each because they all have their their pluses in in different um, uh, scenarios. They are an investment though at at about $130 to $150 each, but they do last much longer than my Gap pants, and I think that's worth it. All right, let's move over to the guests for this episode. Earlier in January, I sat down with David King Fairweather Steve and Christy Tracy. David King puts on the rattlesnake gravel grind in Sweetwater. He was on last year to talk about this race. It draws all kinds of riders due to its community feel and early season um, place in the calendar to allow preparation for later races. Steve and Christy are both doing this ride for the first time but both are accomplished athletes in their own right. It's not, so it's not their first rodeo. Fairweather Steve is a U.S. Air Force veteran and endurance athlete in running and cycling. Also sober, he relishes in the experience and challenge of these type of events. Christy Tracy is a multi-time world and U.S. national champion in endurance bike racing. She's raising the profile of both ultra racing and women in sport. So I'll turn it over now to our conversation about these things and the rattlesnake gravel grind. I really hope you enjoy. There you are. Oh, I haven't seen that look yet. 
I'm trying to trying to get ahead of you, buddy. Um, <laughs> you you grew rather beard. quickly. I'm, I'm letting my fro grow. <laughs> How have you been, David? It, it's been a long time. Yeah, life's good, man. Just uh, same old stuff, chasing kids and planning bike races. Oh yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, I I forget how how old are your kids? I have a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a nine-year-old boy. So okay, so you're yeah, you're in a similar boat as me. I I I couldn't remember for sure, but uh, yeah, we because we've got a uh, a three-year-old, a six-year-old, and a nine-year nine-year-old. <laughs> so all boys. Um, no, we uh, our oldest is a girl, two boys, and then two boys. Yeah. Yeah, we got two little ones, those little, you know, six volt cars for Christmas. And our uh, living room right now is a little drag strip for them. <laughs> we just had our cabinets painted in the <clears throat> in the kitchen. And my wife was chewing on them last night because they've already scratched up our cabinets in the kitchen. And so now they're just zooming around the coffee tables and wrecking shop in there so uh, we got her outnumbered so she'll just have to get used to it i guess boys will be boys yeah oh man yeah yeah we um the, the kids were home tuesday from school and so i was having a little bit of cabin fever just because I, I i still was working online and uh they they were just uh i don't know just they were very loud in 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 the living room, uh, especially in the afternoon once they got going. And you know, but it was too cold. Send them outside. So, <laughs> yeah, it was just nasty cold up here. How was it in San Antonio, Steve? Uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty cold. But um, the only thing we didn't do is uh, we didn't take my daughter to gymnastics on. Was that Tuesday? I think it might have been Tuesday. No, it was Monday. Just Monday, when the roads are pretty bad. Yeah, see up here it was just dry, cold. You know, seven degrees, no, no snow, no accumulations, no moisture of any kind. So, um, it's same thing. It's kind of shut things down. It's kind of crazy this area. We're not used to it getting that cold, and people just right. stay home because it's cold outside. So, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday uh, we were um, closed because, I mean, the, everything was pretty icy in the morning. Mo Monday was real nasty with the ice and the rain. We we were in San Marcos um, this last weekend for, it, it was our 10-year anniversary, so we had planned a little trip to San Marcos. We we came back Sunday because we, we saw the forecast for the rain. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be on the roads. So we came back Sunday, but I was I was glad we did because Monday was was pretty nasty. Yeah, we got a good bit of, of precipitation overnight Sunday into Monday. Uh, I honestly think it was just the humidity. Yeah, the, the our daughter was out there playing in it though. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she was the only one. She was like, "Can I go out?" Like every every few minutes, she was like, "Can I go outside?" So we I was like, "All right, yeah, go out there." But yeah, you know, we'll we'll probably bring you in fifteen to thirty minutes and. Yeah, let her go out there long. a little bit at a time <laughs> so she had fun bopping around well have your legs recovered steve from all the running over the weekend i think so yeah i mean i'm if the weather was better i'd be outside on the bike already but yeah legs are okay i rode for the first time yesterday talking about how cold it was i can't remember if it was Monday or tuesday i was like you know what i can handle it there's no snow or anything out there it's not slick i'll just take off and i'll I'll get after it and uh, had all my gear on, but with this bald head, there's nothing to keep my head warm. I just <laughs> had ear warmers going and I made it about a mile down the road. And I said, you know, I'm not that tough. I'll just turn around. <laughs> and, and up until yesterday, that's all the riding I had. It was just that little one mile. Out gotcha. back, I guess. Uh, Nobody would have known that if you didn't tell that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it didn't post to Strava. So, you know, that's uh that's the most important thing is keep it off the Strava, then nobody will know. Right. Where where were you running this weekend, Steve? Just general training or did you have something uh, well, going on? Well, 
it kind of was training, but I was in Bandera for the uh, for the annual Bandera uh, Ultra Marathon Trail run out there. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm I'm pretty connected with the race director there, and uh, I just I just enjoy that atmosphere. So I go out there every year and hang out. Uh, but I ran the 50k on Saturday and then the 25k on Sunday. Okay, okay, nice. <clears throat> yep. I, I I'm not real familiar with the old the the running scene, but I I have a buddy of mine that does a lot of um uh trail running and, and um some some ultra marathon type stuff and uh <laughs> good friend of mine lee holm if if you ever hear him you'll yeah. you'll recognize his voice because he, he's he, he's from saint thomas uh buddy of mine and he but he's got a real deep voice so he's like oh i'm lee holm so nice. i can't even imitate his voice it's so deep <laughs> <laughs> hey guys can you hear me Good morning, Christy. Hey, Good morning, Christy. I'm, sorry, yes. I'm, I'm trying to get my video up. Uh, technical difficulties this morning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Well, welcome, Christy. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. I'm uh, ah, connected to Facebook Master Pro. Okay. <laughs> wait, it's it, it put it on my phone. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> sorry, guys. I am... Uh, <laughs> Let's try FaceTime HD camera. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so sorry. No problem. Look, wow, look at that wall. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I love it. So hey Steve. But, hey everybody. Morning. Well, um, well, so so I'm here with uh David King. Uh Fairweather Steve and Christy Tracy, Fairweather Steve, uh, is U.S. Air Force veteran and ultra endurance athlete, uh, Christy Tracy uh, from Team Tracy ATX, uh, 2021 uh, WCA 24-hour world time trial champion, 2022 USA Cycling uh, Esports Masters National Champion, and 2023 race across the West first place women's and third overall. So, uh, well, welcome guys to, to the drop bar, Texas podcast. Um, I, I've given a little bit, just, just brushing the surface about you guys, but I, I've read your bios there. There's a ton out there that you guys have done. Um, and I figured, you know, let's just fill listeners in on, um, your background and, um, and then, and then we'll, we're here to talk about the rattlesnake gravel grind and we'll, we'll talk, we'll get into that too. Who wants I mean, to go first? Uh, <laughs> the ladies first, maybe. Ladies first, yeah. <laughs> oh, lucky me. Okay. Um, so as uh, Paul introduced, I am Christy Tracy of Team Tracy ATX. Um, I am based out of Austin, Texas. Uh, currently 44 years young and started cycling when I was in my mid-30s. So um, I've been cycling probably, I don't even, I don't count anymore, but probably about 12 years now. Um I started, you know, doing the USAC stuff with the, the typical, I'm sorry, USA Cycling, uh, road racing, criterium racing, local stuff. Um, decided that I loved this thing and I finally found the sport that my body liked to. Um, so decided to chase that pro dream for a few years, but I got started kind of late and that never really worked out. Um, but in the process, I found endurance cycling and absolutely fell in love with it. So uh, my niche right now, I still do, do road racing. I'm on um, a domestic elite team. So we still, I still do some of the road racing, like um, Redlands Classic, Joe Martin Stage Race, the big races that you might have heard of, uh, some local stuff. But I also do gravel racing, which I uh, is kind of my heart. <laughs> the thing I like about the gravel racing community is that it's, it's, uh, it's very local and grassroots. Um, People aren't quite as full of themselves as they can be in road racing sometimes. <laughs> and it's it just, uh, it feels like home. Um, and then, of course, I do the ultra endurance racing as well on road uh, and off road. So when I say ultra endurance, um, I started out with uh, six and 12 hour looped course races and then um, advanced that to 24 hour and 500 mile uh, races. And then this year I did my longest race to date, which was uh, the race across the West, 930 miles from Oceanside, California to Durango, fully supported. Um, and I'm just kind of going from there. But in the process of all of this, um, I've discovered that there's not a lot of women um, 
within the ultra distance community as, as far as percentage wise, it's a much higher percentage of men. And yet women um, within the ultra distance community are much more competitive when you compare us to the men than some of the other sports because of the way that our bodies work. Um, we typically tend to suffer really, really well. And that's an important uh, necessity for really, really long races. But I don't want to scare people off by that. It's also very fun and rewarding. And so with that, um, my husband and I started Team Tracy ATX, which is a 501c3 nonprofit that we're trying to grow the women's ultra cycling community, get it out there, show women what we're capable of and how much fun this community is, um, how it's a family and uh, and really spread it that way. A little bit about awesome. me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It, it, yeah, that's, I have a soft spot too for, for women and racing. My daughter, you know, my oldest uh, my daughter, we, we get out there and ride a lot of it. I mean, you're, uh, we put her, I put her in a Alcac velodrome, um, a training camp this last, last summer. And she, she had a great time. And, and you know, even before that, she's always been like, when can I race? <laughs> where, where, where am I going to get into racing? And, and, uh, it's it's so fun to watch too. I, I think it, in many ways it's more exciting than than uh, the men's racing too. So <laughs> uh, to be honest, yeah. so yeah, it's awesome. And it's really great too for young girls because uh, the thing with cycling is there's so many different disciplines, and even within a discipline, there's so many different things like sprinting or long riding and that kind of thing. There's always room for improvement, um, no matter how good you get at one particular thing you can branch out and work on something else. So it's really good for self-esteem as well. So, and then I neglected to mention, I'm sorry, in, uh, but within Team Tracy ATX, the other thing we do is um, event and community support. And that's what my husband, Jamie, is really big on. Um, he's not on the podcast today, but that's how we got to know David um, with with um, Rattlesnake Gravel Grinders uh, through our friends at Gravel Locos. Uh, so we show up to the events, we help provide mutual support um, especially for women, but for anybody that's there. Um, we try to show some of the women how to do some of the things, like some people aren't quite sure how to change a flat out on course and that kind of thing. So we do a little bit of on-site that way too. And I try to help volunteer for registrations and get more embedded within the community that way. Oh, cool. Awesome. Awesome. And Steve, Steve, you've been doing, doing a lot of, I was out watching, um, the, the video of the run across, uh, across Texas that you, you were, helping uh helping with as well uh but yeah t tell us a little bit more about you steve sure yes uh thanks paul thanks for having us today too uh yeah i'm a retired air force veteran uh served in the air force for 21 years and uh after i retired i was kind of searching for purpose and and what i do with my life and and wound up you know i was cycling beforehand but i wound up really getting into the cycling a lot more and uh, not having a job, I can focus predominantly on that. Um, but I don't have the ability that I would that I that I could be, you know, at the pro level. So I just go out and have fun. I have a good time. Uh, I do these events all over the country. I travel a lot, and you know, compete with running and cycling both. So I've been doing that for several years now. Uh, and then I find myself giving back quite often, whether I'm crewing or pacing or you know, helping out at events working, working registration, just trying to give back to the community with that too. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, and then, so, so we're here with David too, and to talk about the rattlesnake gravel grind and, and, uh, David was on last year, which was and, and what this is here, the fourth year of the rattlesnake the third year that we're third year third year, okay. year. So I, i'm i'm putting you all out there longer than than you have but it, it won't be long it's going to be soon <laughs> you'll be at year four or ten so so yeah but um so so what 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 attracted you guys to to the rattlesnake gravel grind and then and then david uh fill in the gaps too of, of what's what's new this year with with the rattlesnake gravel grind well um we're growing the event uh, it's attracted people from all over the country and um, I guess one of the special things that will be going on about it this year is it's actually going to be a four-day event we're going to be getting it on uh, Thursday afternoon uh, March 21st and go all the way till Sunday March 24th uh, the main event will be on March 23rd Saturday um, mass start we got four different um, distances this year 
Um, I think one thing that makes the gravel grind special is just the community support behind it. Um, people's eyes kind of get big whenever I say this. We had you know, 20 rest stops last year, and it's just the with the five volunteer fire departments and um, the benefit of the event going to the volunteer fire departments. My family comes from a farm and ranch and background and um, the farmers and ranchers benefit directly from the volunteer fire departments, not only just fighting fires, but also something as simple as cows getting out or something along those lines. So those are, they're just the first responders that are out in the country already. And so um, farmers and ranchers like, how can I help? And, um, at all the rest stops, other than flow formulas, the all the snacks and everything that are at the rest stops are made from the ovens of the farmers or ranchers or volunteer fire departments. So um, the hearts are really behind it from our community. And um, I think that's one thing that people really fell in love with last year. Um, anyway, we provide breakfast, lunch, dinner on Friday and Saturday, all all throughout the day, um, plus live music. We're even going to have some cornhole tournaments going on for <laughs> after the uh, ride. Um, Sweetwater's known for the Rattlesnake Roundup, which happens in the second weekend in March every year. And there's about 30,000 people that come to Sweetwater for that event. And kind of same thing, it's a welcoming community. And a lot of the same individuals that help out with the Rattlesnake Roundup and um, I guess you'd call it catered to individuals from all over the world are also behind this event and have plenty of practice in doing so. And we just really try to focus on keeping people welcome and wanting to come back. And I guess it's working for our little bike races. Um, and it's neat to see them grow. Um, I met Steve and Christy back in May at Gravel Locos. We all volunteered for the the sign up uh, for the registration, and we sat for several hours together and got to know one another. And um, Steve was already planning on um, volunteering for the event with Eric and uh, Christy. She was. Planning on doing, I believe, the long route, wasn't it? 150 miles? Yes. Um, and her husband, Jamie, the sweetest guy, just a, just a great man. Uh, kind of funny story. I was going to do the 100K, signed up, ready. Um, Saturday morning, I get all my stuff on. I'm ready to go. I started putting my bike together, and I couldn't find the skewer for my front wheel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I remembered seeing Jamie up at the front. He'd, he'd woke up early that morning and I, I went straight to him and I discovered that, uh, the bike I was riding on at that time had a very unique skewer. And so I ended up got to spend more time with Steve and, uh, <laughs> volunteer a little bit with him. Uh, and we got to do some of the, the filming at the start of Gravel Locos. And, uh, anyway, we've become good friends and I, you know, we talk on the phone, text pretty regular, and like most guys our age, we're sending funny Facebook or Instagram reels <laughs> back and forth these days. But uh, we're excited to have both these guys out here. It'd be their first time for Steve and Christy to be at uh, Rattlesnake Roundup, or I'm sorry, Rattlesnake Gravel Grind, and uh, we're just excited to see what they're going to bring to the show. Yeah, and it, and it's beautiful countryside out there. I. I... I actually had a chance to um, see that part of Texas this this summer. We were coming back from um, from Colorado, and I, I you know I couldn't believe I hadn't actually driven through that area. We passed through uh, Sweetwater, um, and uh, it it was just gorgeous out there. Uh, I think this was around uh, what I guess mid mid July when we were going through, um, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I'll be able to make it up there uh this year as well We've, so it's a it's a tight spot for me but i'm gonna i'm gonna try my my darndest to get out there this year 
when I learned back in college, there's not a lot of people that came to Sweetwater, or I guess you could say, but everybody knew where Sweetwater was because they'd stop to fill up their car, get a bite to eat (laughs) Taco Bell or whatever along the interstate. And kind of same thing with Steve. After we got to know one another, he was on his way back, I believe, from Utah. And he stopped in and we did a ride just midweek because seems like all roads lead to Sweetwater or pass through Sweetwater <laughs> in one way. So um, anyway, it's fun to have people stop here and it's a, such a great benefit to our community. We're um, like I said, everybody gets behind it and um, everybody's excited to have new people hang out a little bit. So, so, uh, and then uh, Christy, are, are you using um, uh the rattlesnake gravel grind to to train for anything specifically uh this year because it's you, uh david said it, it was your first time going to this event right it is and actually um not i'm coming out there primarily well there's multiple reasons uh but one of them is because of the the, the volunteer fire departments um my husband is a former before he, he's a coast guard veteran has 26 years in the Coast Guard, but before that, a long time ago, he was a firefighter paramedic volunteer. Um, and so that's uh, got a really special place to our heart. And also, one of my friends, Emily Newsom, uh, has been raving about this event for two years and said it's one that I absolutely have to go do, and I can't wait. Um, just because of the whole, the community that David was talking about, I love really small community events that are, that are in small communities. Everybody comes out, and it's just such is so great to embed yourself within the community, you know, for a couple of days and get to know everybody and their stories. And um, anyway, so that, and then also, as you were saying, the beauty of the course, uh, that was another thing that Emily was saying is that it's just an incredible course and so well supported with all the rest stops. So we're actually uh, racing Joe Martin's stage race in Arkansas the weekend before with my, with my team, we're racing and supporting the team. And then we'll be driving out to Sweetwater. Um, And I think, so when I do races, I either party pace them or I race them. Um, and when I, I'm using finger quotes here, say party pace, it's really, it's just fun because you get to ride with, you know, kind of mid pack and immerse yourself and you're not out there riding so hard that you can't really enjoy what's around you, which there's a place, a time and a place for each. Um, I haven't a hundred percent decided, but I think I'm going to party pace the, the Sweetwater ride just because of the, the, the whole community and how well supported it is, it would be a shame to pass up all those 20 red stops or just blow through really quickly. <laughs> it's fun to kind of stop and talk to the volunteers and get to know a little bit about them too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. It, it, it really is. I've, I've uh, done some interesting events recently. You know, it's um, where gra- gravel is an interesting, you know, I, I don't know, just environment. Cause uh, I, I did an event where, there was a, a beer and bacon rest stop, you know, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and which was awesome. I was like, Oh, well, why not? You know, I, I, let me, I got to stop here. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, they're the best yeah. it's fun, fun stuff. I've done bourbon, bourbon and bacon at the top of a mountain once in Colorado. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and Steve, what are you, what are you looking forward to most on, on, um, at the, at the rattlesnake? Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that, too, with the 20 rest stops of how much of a buffet that this could be uh, <laughs> with everybody bringing their their home based goods to each stop. I mean, it would be it would be tough to miss something uh, later on the day. People are all talking about a, a brownie or a cookie that was at rest stop, too. But you you blew through it. So, yeah, that's going to be neat. I also like the, I mean, I've ridden some of that gravel with David and it's it's pristine up there. I really enjoyed it. Um, he says that the gravel roads that go onto these ranch properties are even nicer, uh, than the roads he took me on. So I'm looking forward to that and checking that out. This is, this is a route that you can't just go up there and do, um, David's got this thing set up so that, you know, he's, he's got permission from people to, to ride on the ranch roads and you're going places that, you know, you're paying to go. I mean, he's, you know, he's got this registration set up, but you're, you're going on these roads that you're not going to ride any other time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it sounds like it's, I mean, it's quite a bit involved too, to, to get all of that together. Cause um, you know, that's one thing I hadn't thought about it. You know, so many gravel roads do go through private property. Um, it, so, so it gives you a kind of a unique experience to, to go through that as well. Is that right, David? 
Yes, sir. And like I was saying earlier, my family has a farming and ranching background. And, and as you're saying, it's kind of a, uh, kind of a headache to get it all put together. <laughs> it, it's easy with our neighbors because we get along great with our neighbors. Um, but we've had to get to know a whole lot of people and my dad knows quite a few people, but you know, it's kind of one of those deals where you got to reach out to other farmers or ranchers or thankfully with the volunteer fire departments, they're like, Oh, I know that guy. I, I, I've got his number. <laughs> and so um, we've been able to put that together. Um, honestly, I was born and raised here in Sweetwater and some of these ranches I've never been on other than the rattlesnake gravel grind. You know, mm -hmm. I got to, drive through them, um, you know, before to check it out with the farmer or rancher and say, oh, yeah, these roads will work. Um, and I've got to pre-ride them, you know, since. But otherwise, like what Steve was saying, there's no other day that you can see this. And um, it's pretty neat because it's a discovery of something that's right here in my own neighborhood that I wouldn't get to see otherwise. And, and that's one thing that's pretty awesome to be able to introduce uh, other people from around that, that aren't from around here to be able to get to see what's not just on the back roads around this area, but also off on people's property that it's just something beautiful that you'd never get to see any other time. Um, I believe right now we're sitting at 15 different ranches that will cross over. Um, so but once again, I think that kind of just shows the community support behind it, that these farmers and ranchers are willing to open it up. Um, Sweetwater's kind of the hunting mecca of the world, I think of. A <laughs> um, bunch of rednecks out here. We always trying to shoot something, I guess. Um, <laughs> so that's one re we reason why the uh, rattlesnake gravel grind falls whenever it does is we got a little window in March where um, there's not a, a hunting season. Um, and actually the fourth weekend in March, which we've kept it on um, is youth spring Turkey season in this area. But luckily, you know, the farmers and ranchers that lease their land out for hunting, um, I guess they're willing to forego, you know, one day of, of hunting and and tell their hunters to, you know, stay off the property. So um, anyway, it all it all works out with that weekend. But as I said, it's kind of difficult because uh, there's always somebody out here in this area, you know, looking to go hunting. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I just want to interject. This is Christy. I. I think that's incredible. And I wasn't aware of the number of private ranches that we were, we'd be riding through. So now I'm even more excited, but you know, down here in Texas, I live in Austin and it's Austin is, is just sprawling and it's getting paved out. So things that used to be gravel aren't anymore. So those of us that like to ride gravel are having to go further and further out of the city in order to ride it. And there are, there is a lot of private ranch land and a lot of farmers and ranchers do not take kindly to cyclists jumping fences and riding on their land for obvious reasons. That's their private property. Uh, you might need a shotgun if you decide to ride onto private land like that. So the fact that David, one, it was able to coordinate with 15 different farmers and ranchers is just incredible. And two, speaks so much to the community. Um, the fact that 15 farmers and ranchers were willing uh, and able to open their farms up and ranches up uh, for us to ride through is that's for as an, a fellow Texan, that's incredible. Um, that's 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 just amazing. So I'm super excited. I'm even more excited now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I would characterize it a true labor of love, not 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 a headache, but a, a labor of love that that you guys have pulled together uh, in in that manner, David. It's it, it is truly awesome. Um, you know, I, I grew up out in uh, well. In the summers, I, I spent a lot of summers in in Lake Somerville, uh, which is near Brenham, and um, a lot of a lot of ranch lands out there. But you know, th those th there are a lot of through through roads uh, that pass through ranches. I mean, it's, it's of course private property, but they you know those they're important. They they um, they'll open them up uh, during like when it's flooding and and other roads aren't passable. 
um, some of those ranchers open that up uh, so that people can pass through it and um, and and get to higher ground and such. So so there's a there's a lot of other uses for it too. So that, it, but it's it's again it's awesome that you guys uh, have pulled together to put this together on on the course. So so it so does that mean you know, the course is also different than last year um, as well or or does it change up from year to year or is it similar? Uh, we've made we made minor changes from year one to two, um, and then we made some pretty different changes for this year three. Um, first and second year, we had a 110-mile route, and this year we have a 105-mile route for the long, the long distance. Um, but this 105-mile route, we went from like 10 ranches to 15 ranches. And so crossing over and seeing some new territory, a lot of people think Texas is flat. Um, <laughs> welcome you to Sweetwater with uh, a lot of hills, a lot of them, and uh, plenty of, of wind to, to go along with that. So um, another neat thing about it is some of the roads that we're going to be on are the wind turbine roads. And so you're going to be right up next to wind turbines. And, you know, once again, that's something that's off in the distance, off on those hills that you don't ever get to see, but um, the cyclists are going to be riding right under them, right next to them. Um, and if you like go to our website and look at the gallery, you'll see a lot of the, the pictures where, you know, the cyclists are, you know, right up under them. You never realize how big those things are, you know, looking at them from the road. Uh, but once you get under them, those things are enormous. And so, um, I don't know. It's a neat experience. Like I said, it's a neat experience for myself and the volunteers and the cyclists. And uh, it's just been fun to bring it together. So, yeah. And and then Steve, you, you got to ride with, with David a bit. So how, how does that compare with some of the other gravel that you've ridden uh, near um, near San Antonio or, or other parts of Texas as well? Uh, yeah, the, the gravel that he showed me was uh, was pretty nice we went down i think we went down one b road that had some sand and some you know some off camber stuff uh i watched a video from last year of his event and saw a, quite a bit more of that you know mixed worst surface grade four gravel and some uh some more off camber stuff on the climb so i'm really looking forward to, to seeing the, the different challenges that the gravel up there presents um and yeah. I, I know he's got some hills and definitely some wind <laughs> did, I'll be did you see any rattlesnakes? Belt. Say it again, Paul. Did, I missed it. Oh, sorry. I was just asking if he saw any rattlesnakes. Oh no, uh, <laughs> we did see. We saw one. What was that, David? It was a bull snake, right? Yes. Um, those are the ones that disguise themselves like rattlesnakes to mm -hmm. to to try and protect themselves. But um, as David has said, you know, the rattlesnake gravel or the rattlesnake roundup is the weekend prior, so. Hopefully they've got them all and uh, there's no threat of having rattlesnakes cross in front of you on the road. Yeah. The course is cleaned up. We don't have to worry about that. And nobody at the two previous years of the rattlesnake crown or rattlesnake gravel grind, nobody's seen a rattlesnake this time of year. They're, they're mostly dinned up. So I don't think it's something that anyone would have to worry about. So, yeah, I I've seen the videos from, uh, from the, um, the, the rattlesnake roundup and i i've never seen so many snakes in one one place i mean it if you know if you've watched Pee Wee herman's big adventure you see him running out with snakes you know out of the fire you know then, that that's nothing compared to to what is what, what they've contained or i guess uh caught in this roundup and uh see so yeah, I, don't, I don't see how there would be anything left on the course um uh, but yeah, if, if you're squeamish about snakes, don't watch it. <laughs> but, but yeah, just Google it. It's there's plenty of videos about it. It's it's pretty yeah. cool. Funny story is the, the first year that we had the event, people came out and they're like, "Where's the snakes?" We thought that <laughs> we'd see some snakes on the course, or there'd be a snake demonstration because. Like what you said, people look up Sweetwater and they see the rattlesnake roundup and they see that there's, you know, snakes. And so um, we spoke with the JCs last year and the JCs, the ones that put on the rattlesnake roundup, they brought out um, rattlesnakes and 
put on demonstrations about how to deal with them and how to stay away from them. And, um, and what's funny, <laughs> uh, Emily Newsom, she posed with one and her daughter was there. You know, the snake was across, uh, I believe, Emily and her daughter's neck. Um, and so if handled properly, you know, they're like anything else. And uh, Matt Stevens, he, he did a really great pose that, He's just a funny guy anyway, but uh, it was neat to see those guys that probably aren't exposed to rattlesnakes having a good time with what's perceived as a very dangerous animal. And But like I said, the, they were well-trained, the guys that, that were doing the demonstration. So um, everybody had a good time. <laughs> and they'll be <laughs> back this year to, to do another demonstration and show those off. But they're handled. They're in um, – boxes to where they're not going to get out and <laughs> hurt anymore so <laughs> well good well good yeah people I'm, I'm sure folks get will will rest easier knowing knowing that so um but th i mean there there's a i don't know there's plenty to see in texas wildlife and and such in in texas so uh that's just one piece of it but cool cool so um so Christy or Steve, are there any other aspects of, of this that you that you're looking forward to on the on the race or um or even like af afterwards? For me, it honestly it's uh just mainly getting out to Sweetwater. I've never been to Sweetwater before. And so one of the things that I love about cycling is that it opens it opens up the opportunity to experience different areas of the country in a different way. Uh, because you're when you drive through an area, you might see things, but when you ride through, you see them, you hear them, you smell them, like all of your senses are opened up to them. And it's just really incredible. So I'm looking forward to that. In addition to everything I mentioned earlier, the, the community and the, the ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, see, are there any, any pointers for folks? Um, if this is going to be their, uh, their first event? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not I'm not the guy that rides at the front of the pack, so I don't <laughs> I don't have any pointers for that. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not either. The, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the distance is is what it is. It can be daunting, but you can do it. Uh, I know that it'll be windy and uh, that the gravel's the gravel's going to change frequently. It's going to be nice and smooth and then it's going to be, you know, chunky and, and worse than you may have experienced before. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to participating in almost every day up there as much as I can. I'm going to be there for the, for the whole time and, uh, just helping David's event be successful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty cool. I saw, I saw there's going to be, so there's, uh, there's a pre-ride with the vegan cyclists, uh, that Thursday. And there's, uh, if you're on, there's a VIP ride and it, on, on Friday morning, I think, and then a, a shakeout ride that afternoon as well and then the event so there's plenty of chance to 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 ride out there and then uh not to mention all the 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 uh the bands and the food um and are, are you going to mix in any running steve uh i'm gonna have to i have a i have a big run the following weekend so there there will be some running mixed in there too yes oh wow and what what's what's that the next weekend for you uh, Georgia death race. It's a 74 mile run in the North Georgia mountains with 16,000 <laughs> feet of elevation. So, oh uh, I get a lot of my fitness by, uh, my run fitness by riding the bike, but I still have to do some good runs before then. Oh, wow. That that's, that's impressive. I, you know, <laughs> it, it makes me tired thinking about that. I, I, I've never been much of a runner, but, uh, uh, yeah, some friends have tried to get me into it. I just can't, haven't been able to get motivated to, to, to do it. Um, but I, I'll get out there on the bike, <laughs> but that is, that yeah, is I awesome. I don't run unless I'm being chased by a dog and I don't have a bike or, you know, maybe, maybe if a rattlesnake chases me, I'll, I'll <laughs> run, but only if I can't get on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christy, for you, um, following, the rattlesnake gravel grind or uh, what events do you have coming up as well for you? Uh, the the biggest one this year that I'm most looking forward to um, is the great American wheel race. It's an inaugural race from Seattle, Washington to 
Washington, D.C. So it's 3,600 wow. miles of, uh, and it's, it's comprised primarily of rail trails. Um, so it's very, you know, it'll be ridden on a gravel bike. It's fully self-supported. So all participants can only, um, use those things that they can provide for themselves, like see stores or that kind of thing. And it will be more than three times my longest ride to date. <laughs> so, um, I'm really looking forward to, like I was saying earlier about Sweetwater, I'll get to experience the country by bike. Uh, you know, everything from Seattle, Washington, all the way through to DC. So it's, I'm really looking forward to that. That's June night. So. Wow. Wow. It, and is that solo or is that uh team? Cause it I know like race across the West, you have two options. You... Yeah, this is, this is solo um, and fully unsupported. So when I did race across the West, I had a van behind me the whole time. So if I needed water, just snap my fingers and <laughs> there was water. <laughs> it will not be the same. Uh, it's, it's very much out of my element. Um, I've also never bike packed before, but I'll be, I'll be, you know, have a tent with me. I've got a lot of learning to do before June 9th. Um, but I love, I love pushing my boundaries and learning new things and trying new experiences. So this is, this is really big. It'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. I know, uh, I think it's, uh, if I remember it, uh, Spinistry puts on the race across Texas. They, they've got a lot of resources and, and, uh, for, learning how to bike pack and, and such. So, yes. so yeah, yes. there's some great people to talk to. You. And Matt Stevens, <laughs> you mentioned earlier, also uh, uh, he and Lauren are friends of Jamie and mine. And so I can learn a thing or two from him because oh, he's yeah. really good at the, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, D David, any, any last uh, words about the, the rattlesnake gravel grind uh, to, to, get folks to sign up. I, I know you guys have a, a limit this year, 500 um, uh, registrants and, and such. Um, but yeah, any, anything else you want to share about it? Uh, just make your hotel reservation soon. Um, we have discounted hotel rates for anyone that's participating in the event. Um, just come out and enjoy Sweetwater and hang out for a while. Um, we, we know it's a distance for everybody to drive here and so that's one reason why we extended it out for a while because if we figure steve's coming from uh, san antonio and christy's coming from austin they probably ought to come out and stay a while and so yeah, make it worth their while just to to travel this far so we try to accommodate for everybody and make sure everybody has a good time they come back so Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's, um, again, I, I know it's gorgeous out there. I, I didn't know it was, uh, I think it's the, uh, windmill capital or wind turbine capital of the world. If I remember right too, um, it, it, when I was passing through, there was a big wind turbine as a welcome to Sweetwater. Um, it was, uh, decorated and such. So, but, um, but yeah, so, so, you know, support the rattlesnake gravel grind. I, I think it's a great event uh to to go to i'm i'm hoping to check it out this year um you know i've, I've watched ton tons of information on it uh over the last couple of years since i've learned about it and um it, it's on my list of of uh, gravel events to to check out so let's definitely do that and that again that's uh march uh well i know march 21st through 24th if you when you include the the vegan cyclist pre-ride that's on that thursday as well so um but yeah check it out or if you go go even if you extend it out a week i think uh last time david you said there was a rodeo every weekend and just about and <laughs> yes sir there's the i believe it's the college national finals rodeo is happening at the same time as the rattlesnake gravel grind so after all the events if somebody still has the energy to do so they can go to the Nolan County Coliseum and watch a rodeo at the end of the day and see some of the best college rodeo I guess you call them professionals um do what they do so everyone's always excited to come to see the rodeos here in Sweetwater and that's another big draw to this area and anyway have two worlds I guess collide and, and they both go well together both are very uh, laid back, and so probably see a bunch of cowboys and cowgirls in this area whenever uh, our event's going on. So, awesome, awesome. Well, great. 
Well, uh, well, thanks again for being on and, um, you know, looking forward to it. And I, I'm sure all, all your participants are going to have a great time. Sounds like so. Um, thanks again to David, Steve, and Christy. I'll place links to everything in the show notes. And if you want your chance to ride next to either of these on March 21st through 24th, go to rattlesnakegravelgrind.bike to sign up. Okay, let's take a look around Texas to see what else is coming up. On February 10th, there's the Battleground Bike Tour in Laporte at the San Jacinto Battleground State Historic Site. This is a guided bike tour that takes place the second Saturday of every month at 1.30 p.m. Meet up near the entrance to the monument. Then on February 24th, there's the Come and Grind It in Leesville. Described as a mix of gravel types on quiet, twisting roads, you'll have fun getting dusty. Go to CapitalCityRacingTexas.com for more info. And on March 2nd, Check out the Rockin' Road 100 in Fayetteville. This was the first gravel ride I tried, and it was a lot of fun. I hope there's another beer and bacon stop. Go to rockinroad100.com for the info. If these three didn't catch your interest, I encourage you to go out to textbiker.net. You'll find a ton of events listed every weekend. You know, not just the weekends, even the weekdays throughout the state of Texas. Again, that's textbiker.net. All right, that wraps it up. Join me next time on another episode of Drop Bar Texas. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow Drop Bar Texas on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a ride to promote, story to share, or just want to talk bikes, email me at dropbartx at gmail.com. Until next time, have fun, enjoy the sun, or just rule five it. <laughs>